This is the official Caps Chirp Podcast, proudly a part of the Hockey Podcast Network. Every team, everywhere. What's going on, Caps fans? It's me, the Hockey Troll, and I am live in studio with that snack, Polly Cupcakes. Yo, I'm here. We, you, if you tuned into our Sunday stream, uh, you're getting a view that we haven't had in a year, so you're welcome. Um, yeah, it's, you know, I guess for it's a good thing that nobody watches them. Yeah, I mean, you're welcome to everyone, and you're welcome. <laughs> thank you, thank you, Polly, for yeah. gracing me. With your presence. Yeah. Um, Caps fans, as you know, obviously, this is a Monday episode, so we're going to talk a week in review for the Washington Capitals, who actually had a really good fucking week, uh, surprisingly. We'll take it, though. Yeah. Um, and, of course, we'll keep you up on some league news. A lot of stuff has been happening lately, so I say we pop some tabs and get right into it. What do you think, Polly? Yeah, buddy. One, two, three. All right. First and foremost, um, Travis Dermott used pride tape in Zona's home opener during warmies. League didn't do shit like a bunch of fucking pussies. Hilarious to me that uh, the first guy that just, you know, the league didn't even come out swinging, which they shouldn't. They shouldn't have even had any of this policy at all ever. Just we talked about it in previous episodes. First of all, the optics are bad. I, I don't know who's controlling the PR slash marketing department of the NHL. Um, but what a stupid, stupid policy to come out with. Um, you know, especially when the, the real motto of hockey right now is hockey is for everyone, you know, unless you want to wear pride tape and support the gay community. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, they just completely abandoned that whole campaign with that, <laughs> but you know, I saw someone tweet, they were like, um, you know, if the NF- if the NHL changes the policy, then remember that it, it was McDermott who did it. It wasn't mm-hmm. Crosby, McDavid. It wasn't a star who has enough money in the bank that doesn't matter. True. It was someone with a lot more to lose. And, you know, good for him. And... Should we, yeah, here's here's what the NHL came out with. Yeah, so like what did the NHL finally do? So the official statement was, after an ongoing dialogue with the players, the NHL Player Inclusion Coalition and the NHL are pleased to see the league's policy has been review, revised so that players are free to support causes they believe in with stick tape while on the ice. The NHLPA would also like to thank You Can Play, for their consistent advocacy. So they folded, rightfully so. Yeah, and the NHLPA is saying, we're glad that you changed your policy because we disagree with it. Of course. So, you know, good on McDermott here. Or, I'm sorry, Dermott. Travis Dermott. Good on him. Good on the Players Association, all the advocacy groups to really push back on this stupid fucking policy. Um and, you know, I don't know. I mean, hopefully the NHL learned the lesson, but if you've been following the NHL for more than a couple of years, you know that they're fucking idiots, so probably not. My bad on the name. I said McDermott, and I, oh, yeah. I screwed you up. It is Dermot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the beauty of live recordings here, bud. Yeah. And also being too lazy to actually edit, which is me. Well, no. No, you put it in right. 
Oh, I yeah. said McDermott. I mean, in post, oh, we don't really have a post. We oh, just give it yeah. to you raw. Yeah, yeah, we give it to you raw. So, anyways, good stuff there. Glad to see that the NHL has kind of revised the policy. Who the fuck actually knows what that means? But basically, I think that it's pretty safe for anybody who wants to do like stick tape or whatever it may be. Uh, the league's not going to say boo about it. Yeah, good. Good. I mean, again, they could have just not come out with this in the first place and just let people live, but hey, whatever. Jesus Christ. Uh, Moving on to some positive news. Kale McCarr, you're familiar with that guy, right, Polly? Oh, yeah. Stud. Fastest D-man to 250 points. That's quite impressive. I mean, faster than Orr, faster than Lidstrom, faster than all these, you know, of anyone in NHL history. That's pretty good. I mean, it's 250. It's not a huge mark. It's not like 500 or 1,000 or, or 750, but right. uh, early on in the career, definitely promising. Yeah, I mean, I would say if he stays consistent, then he's looking at a Hall of Fame career. Just seeing what he's... He's beaten Hall of Famers to this point. Oh, yeah. So, if he stays on track, yeah, he'll be a Hall of Famer. And he's uh, 23-ish. <laughs> Yeah, I unreal. Mean, with the way the, the game has changed and improvements in bodily care, I mean, he might play till he's 40. So, Right. Um, oh, yeah. He, no doubt. Yeah. I mean, he might... He's going to put up some great numbers as long as nothing crazy happens. He may be the most prolific goal-scoring defenseman that ever at some point if he, he continues to trend this way. He definitely has that potential. Yeah, and in record time. Uh, you know, of course, I think a lot of other things that are out of his control, you know, like how good are the Avs going to be for the next 10, 15 years, you know, things like that, things that are out of his control, but you know, maybe he moves on from the avalanche and goes to another, you know, team that's ready to win. Yeah. You know, it definitely doesn't hurt his cause that he's got McKinnon and Ranton and (laughs) right. Yeah. But I mean, he's, he's not, uh, he's not piggybacking. He's earning these points for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, the guy's a stud not to detract. I didn't mean to detract there, but Yeah. yeah. Um, moving on though, <laughs> Pinto sussied 41 games for sports gambling of some sort. And all we know that it wasn't gambling on hockey. It was sports gambling, but it wasn't on hockey. And apparently that is against the rules. And I thought the funniest call out on Twitter was that, you know, he has a sponsor of a gambling sports gambling website on yeah. his helmet yet. He's getting suspended for gambling on sports that are not hockey. Yeah, it's pretty insane. I mean, honestly, they should be able to bet on everything but the NHL. I mean, if if the AHL is an option, he should be able to bet on that as long as he's not in that league. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I really don't know what the point. What's the fucking point? You know what I mean? And this is again, it's NHL shit. And I don't, I'm sure that this is, is this a, you know, you follow football is our Football players allowed to bet on hockey? NFL players? I think so. They actually... <clears throat> they revised the rules this year. And, like... Um, I know they're not allowed to bet in the facility and stuff. Right. But I think they're allowed to bet on non-football things. And you can't tell me that thousands of dollars don't change hands and cards on the fucking trips. Right. For the boys. Right. 
you, you can't fucking tell me that. Guys have outwardly admitted that, you know, what happens when you're bored and you're on a long plane or you're on a long bus or like whatever it may be in the hotel, you can't go out or a coach said you can't go out. Well, you know, these are rich people and thousands of dollars could change hand, hands over a card game. Yeah. Those poor uh, league minimum guys. <laughs> yeah. League minimum guys are getting bullied, but still, uh, you know, I mean, it's just, uh, I don't know. I, I Gambling is immoral, right? Yeah. Right. I guess. That's the whole thing. That's what everybody is fucking, I mean, that's, I feel like that's just the message that is being sent here. And while some people can't control themselves with gambling, other people can't control themselves with alcohol or drugs. So right. I, I I guess that's, but I don't know. Is it that, or <clears throat> are they worried that it'll spill into betting on NHL games and they are looking to avoid like that snowball effect? I mean, that's a pretty big leap, dude. It is, you know, to go from a game that you're implicated in to, to clear cheating. You know, I'm not, sh- you know, Hockey players can probably be pretty dumb. People can be pretty dumb. But I think that once you're betting on games in which you're involved in or in the, even in the league, like some bells are going off saying this is not right. Well, that just seems more believable as a policy that like <laughs> yeah. that's what they're worried about. It's a gateway drug. Yeah. <laughs> like that is their worry more than immorality because – they're not like a church organization. I guess. I guess. But like, the, I, yeah, I don't know. I, Either again, way, it's dumb. Right. Just give your fucking head a shake, uh, NHL. Again, I don't know what this is for, you know, and, and this guy's, this is going to follow this guy. This could be, this could be, uh, you know, a career changing sussy here. 41 games. Whoa, it's half the season. a lot of money. And a ton of money that he's forfeiting. Yeah. Unreal. I don't know. Um, you know, best of luck to Pinto. Hopefully that you're not, he's not into some real deep shit, but it just seemed, this came across my, my feed and I was like, what the fuck? That's, you know, what am I even looking at here? You know? Mm-hmm. All right. Moving on though. We've got some, uh, some retirements to call out. Thomas Plukanic officially retires along with Joe Thornton and Craig Anderson. Old Craig. Old Craig. Your boy. Um, you know, great careers all around by all those guys. Yeah. Um, good for them. I'm thinking Joe Thornton's a Hall of Famer, even though he never won the big prize. I think that he's probably in the the Hall of Fame. I don't know. Maybe second ballot because of the no cup. What do you think? Yeah. I mean, honestly, Hall of Fame is for your individual career. So I think cup should be irrelevant, honestly. Right. And Joe Thornton, what? He's got over a thousand points. I mean. Yeah. Like, come on. I feel like anybody who gets a thousand points in the NHL should be in the Hall of Fame. Absolutely. Like, that's an insane number to eclipse. Um, so, congrats to all of them in their retirement. Hope I wish them well. Yeah, same. The Poclanic one was weird because I was like, man, I haven't heard about Thomas Poclanic for, forever. Spent almost his entire career with the Habs. Uh, played it like 14 games with the Leafs. Um, but... I, I don't know enough about him as a player as to why he's retiring now, but uh, it's official. And, you know, good for them. Yeah, best of luck. Absolutely. 
some really, really tragic and sad news to to end out the uh, league news here. Adam Johnson, formerly of the Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguins and the Pittsburgh Penguins, was cut by a skate uh, playing over in Britain in the neck and throat and actually passed away. Um, super tragic. You hate to see... I mean, hockey's a crazy dangerous sport, right? Um, and I, I, but I, I don't think that this is a huge issue. Uh, I've only seen it a couple times. Malarchik, um, the goalie getting yeah. stabbed, you know, in the neck and, and the trainer coming out and saving his life by pinching it off. Um, and then who's it? Zadina penguins, red wings. I feel like at one point, a skate caught him up high and it was just blood everywhere. He got off the ice and ended up getting help. But, yeah. um, so I've only seen it twice in like the 30 years of watching hockey, but at the same time, um, you know, I saw some outrage and, you know, NHL players need to be mandated to wear the neck guard and all these things. I've never been cut by a skate playing hockey, man. Have you? I once, um, <clears throat> got the inside of my leg. Mm. Cause I went down with someone else, but it, uh, it hurt, but it didn't penetrate the sock. Right. So like I had, had like a big red mark. Yeah. But it didn't get my skin. No. I saw, or I'd heard that here in Wheeling, um, a guy got tangled up with skating and actually cut his own leg pretty bad. Oh man. And bled everywhere. Um, it's dangerous sport. I don't know what the league is going to do. Probably nothing because, you know, that's the NHL thing to do. But, I mean, what do you think? Do you think that the league should mandate some sort of protection that they need to wear? Well, you know, we were talking about this uh, pre-show. And the material that War Roads come out with, you yeah. know, that turtleneck, I think, especially for the... Um, for the pros, that's probably the way to go. And, you know, maybe the league provides that or subsidizes it somehow because it's a safety measure. Dude, um, if that happened, TJ Oshie be rolling in it. If yeah. We're talking about War Road, TJ Oshie's apparel company. They make golf clothes and, more importantly, they make, like, underlayments for playing hockey. So, like, yeah. you know, I see Ocean, all of them. I mean, I think he's hooked up most of the team. Um, Don't they also make underwear with like a, a nice ball basket? Yeah. So funny enough, I thought I was wearing their shorts. Uh, my girlfriend bought them for me. Turns out they're swimsuit. Oh, yeah. But I wear it just normal. It's so fucking comfortable. The shit's really high quality. Um, it is incredibly expensive. It is. I mean, it's really expensive. Honestly, War Road, please sponsor us. All we want is some gear and we will plug you yeah. for the rest of the season. Hook us we up. You said it's uh, woven carbon fiber. Yeah, they have like some crazy technology about what is woven in. And I'm pretty sure that part of it is like woven carbon fiber. So it's super um, cut resistant. And it's really only the the thickness of like a like an Under Armour sports kind of wear. Um, and, you know, the stuff is, I mean, it's just, I have a shirt that I wear from them all the time. And it's made of like their special not the cut resistant shit, but like just their wicking, um, material. It's one of my favorite shirts. Um, it makes it, and it's cut well, so it looks good on me too. Um, you know, so that's, I mean, so 
the NHL may do something like that. I don't see them making people wear, like, straight-up neck guards. Right. I mean, it was hard enough for them to mandate the half shield, I yeah. felt like. Um, I mean, if if you have kids that are involved in hockey, you know that the, the neck guard that they're supposed to be wearing at every youth game in practice is literally just, like, a piece of, like, canvas water-resistant with... Uh, uh, like material with uh, some foam sandwiched in there and then Velcro on the back. It cannot be comfortable. Um, no. I never had to wear it. I was, I'm too old. So, Yeah, I mean, something like that is at least some kind of barrier. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, it's good that the kids wear it. And the I think, might- though, that something like this would have saved this Adam Johnson's life. It probably would have. Because you know? even if... He still got cut. It wouldn't have been as deep. Right. Yeah. So, lots of things to consider. We'll see what the league does. But, um, yeah, I mean, uh, I think, for the most part, just a tragic fluke accident. Our teammate did get cut. Derek Norman. Shout out, Derek. I remember that. Shout but he got stepped on. Yeah. That was, that some, was bad. Some absolute crazy brawl that we were in. But, yes, I, I do yeah. remember that. Yeah. Obviously... <laughs> He had to get stitches. Yeah, but he was okay. Um, This is terrible, terrible news. Absolutely. uh, Our hearts go out to his family and teammates and everybody. Yeah. Brutal, man. Brutal. So, well, with that, um, I think that we should talk about the Washington Capitals after... We talk about DraftKings. Absolutely. So... The NFL season is going strong in DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking new customers up with an offer that's even stronger. Bet five bucks on any game this week to score $200 instantly in bonus bets. And DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of a sweetener offer every game this October. Get in on the game day greatness. Download DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code THPN. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets when you bet five on the NFL. That's code THPN. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available. For problem gambling, call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort Kansas City. Licensee partner, Golden Nugget, Lake Charles, Louisiana, 21 and older age, varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Paul, we also have another OG sponsor, Raycon. Awesome oh, headphones. Yeah. Tell me about it. Yeah, well, it may be too early to start decorating for the holidays, but it's never too early to start your holiday shopping. Why not take care of it now before the crowds and packed calendars make shopping a total nightmare? Especially when you can get some of the best deals of the season well before Black Friday. You can shop Raycon products right now and save up to 50% off because their early Black Friday sale is going on now. Raycon is the first first made their name for themselves in the audio space with products like their everyday earbuds known for delivering high quality and thoughtful features like a 32 hour battery life and a perfect in-air fit for all day wear and lasting comfort. And this past year they expanded their entire business 
with the production of Raycon Home and Raycon PowerTech. Their five-star reviewed Magic 180 cable allows you to charge iOS, micro USB, and Type-C devices eight times faster with 100-watt power delivery. Their faucet filter Ultra filters the water in your tap against chlorine and heavy metals. It is a must-have for ensuring the water you use to wash your face and brush your teeth is, you know, actually clean. Raycon is known for delivering high quality and thoughtful features at half the price of other premium tech brands. It's no wonder their products have racked up tens of thousands of five-star reviews. To get everyone in the holiday shopping early, Raycon is currently offering 20% off everything on their site with select products up to 50% off. So beat the crowds and save now. Trust me, you do not want to miss out on Raycon's early Black Friday sale. Hurry now to buy Ray, to buyraycon.com com slash thpn to get 20 to 50 percent off site-wide that's buyraycon.com slash thpn to score up to 50 percent off raycon products buyraycon.com slash thpn thank us later thank us later yeah raycon's really uh expanding the product line eh? yeah that's an impressive list absolutely so go buy some stuff helps me helps us helps polly yeah and uh like I said, you're winning too. Getting all these, all these discounts. We got them for you. But uh, let's talk about the caps. What do you think? Yeah, buddy. All right. In today's Washington wraparound, the Caps had four games. Pretty busy week. Yeah, big week. Couple on the road, right? Just one. Just one. Yeah. Okay. So we start off the week, twenty fourth. Toronto comes to town, and it's an absolute ass-kicking. Um, you know, I don't think the score really indicates how well we played, though, yeah. against Toronto. I think that we played pretty well. It just wasn't going our way. But Ovechkin did score, so it's a win. It's a win. Yeah. Um, and I got to tell you, yeah. I love whenever he scores a goal not from his office. Right. And this was a touch. That was a... It was a backdoor kind of touch play, uh, and nice. I think it was Carlson. John Carlson. Yeah, yeah. Carlson found him, and Ovi was kind of he was kind of handcuffed and still made it work. Yeah, I mean he had really no option. Um, but I mean, Carlson put it the one spot he needed to. Oh yeah, and Ovi made it work. Absolutely. No, it was a great goal. Um, a good team goal there. Yeah. Because we just could not solve this wool kid. This guy, this Toronto's new goalie. Um, kid had the game of his life. I know. I mean, he, he made over 30 saves, I believe. And I mean, just a a solid uh, a solid showing from him. I would venture to say the Caps got goalied here. Yeah. Um, I remember watching and thinking, this isn't the playoffs, but this kid just stole this game. Absolutely. Um, Backstrom had the first power play goal of the season at this point. But they challenge for goaltender interference. And oh, did you see this? Ovi just launches himself into the net. Yeah. I don't I don't know, man. I don't buy it because he launches him over the goalie and he's like in the net. And then the puck goes in. I don't think that Wall could have had a chance on this. But it's, you know, what the fuck is, even is goaltender interference anymore? Nobody knows. I haven't yeah. known for three, four years. I've never known. Yeah. I think it's bullshit. It's like if you ever – they should just change it like you can't be in the crease. Yeah. That – <clears throat> that eliminated so many problems. Right. When when that was the rule. Yeah. Despite where the puck is, you're just not allowed in the crease. Though, 
what is it? St. Louis fans would probably be pretty pissed, or is it uh, Dallas Buffalo. fans? Dallas fans. I thought it was Dallas scored against Buffalo. Buffalo. That's right. My bad. Yeah. Buffalo. Dominic Hasek. Yeah, his foot was in the crease. <laughs> his foot was definitely in the crease. He doesn't give a fuck, though. I mean, <laughs> at that point, it's a dumb rule. Right. Because it's like, that didn't affect it. But if you do keep that broad rule of you can't, I mean, it's broad, but specific. Right. Then you'd never have any of these issues. Yeah. And it's just, I think it's the, what pisses people off is it's completely inconsistent as to what stops a goaltender from doing his job. I mean, it, you know, technically, I guess a stick to stick tap, you know, and the goalie drops his stick. You know, I just feel like there's a lot of abuse mm-hmm. that goaltenders can take advantage of. Yeah. So, whatever. It's the league that, you know, they want scoring. This is how they've decided to get it, I guess, you know? Yeah. At least we're not making goalie pads smaller again. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> All right. Uh, Caps gave up two power play goals, um, you know, against one of what will likely be one of the best power plays in the league this year. One by by Riley in the first, and then Matthews in the second. I mean, what are you going to do about that? Besides not take a penalty, that'd be nice. Yeah. Um, but the second is really where the wheels fell off, at, though it did feature that power play OV goal. So, like I said, we won. Um, I, I saw a lot of shots hit the post from us, from the Caps. I'd say two, at least in this game. Um, overall, you know, and of course where this puts us at a losing record and, and everybody's losing their mind. But I think that we just kind of got goalied and, and outplayed in certain situations that ended up in the back of our net, not panicking. I mean, this, this game, you kind of just like learn from it and move on. Absolutely. Yeah. So that was on the 24th, literally the next day we had to drive, we had to take the train or I'm sure they fly, but take the train up to New Jersey and this was Hunter Shepard in his in net for his NHL debut. Charlie Lindgren has been on IR um, throughout this week and, and throughout last week as he was injured in practice. So Hunter Shepard, um, Clay Stevenson had to be kind of up and down the uh, from the A to the NHL uh, to the big team. But Hunter Shepard st- stepped in, and I thought he played really well. Um this, the Caps do score first in this in the fourth line from a nice finish from who? and who? No one else other than Anthony Mantha. What a goal. It was. Just yeah. a look off and, yeah. and stuff. That was Five a goal scorer's goal. It was. And I mean, these are the type of things that I want to see from Anthony Mantha. And, and you know, shoot the fucking puck, man, as yeah. much as you can. Um, you know, I think the Devils really in this first got bowled over is RD and and our Tendi held strong. You know, big block from Faviari since the top line the other way for an OV feed to Strom, who buried while falling, um, got slipping. Like, it was a good feed and, like, you know, way, way to go Dylan Strom for sticking with it. I mean, yeah. it was a lucky goal. It got under the pad. Um, but, I mean, he's falling and he's still staying with it. Uh, way to go. I... I told you at the beginning, I think Dylan Strong's going to have the best year of his career this year. Uh, he's off to a good start. He looks good out there. Yep, yep. And the Rangers Ed podcast, I told them, you know, who they were like, who's the fantasy guy that you would pick up from the Caps that's kind of a sleeper? And I'm like, Dylan Strong, 100%. Yeah, and I said that he's good for Ovi. Like, they're good together. Oh, yeah. And they're proven it's, you know, this week they did well together. And 
Um, Ovi's been passing a little more, and I think Strom gets there in the spot. Um, and then I think that's going to open things up and then help Ovi out later in the season to rack up some goals. Yeah, I mean, when we acquired Dylan Strom, I thought that was an amazing move to just bolster us down the center. Um, and I, when we picked him up, I was like, well, that's our, that's probably like years, you know, that's going to be our first line center eventually. Could be our next linchpin. It could be. It could be. We'll see. Uh, Dylan Strom, linchpin to a Stanley Cup, a la Lars Eller, who was the third line center for the majority of his career with the Caps, but now he plays on that team who shall not be named. Yeah. He scored against the Avalanche. Did he? Yeah. His first one? Yeah. Good for him. Good for... I think it was his first one. I don't know, but painful. Yeah. That hurts. Um, After Dylan Strom scored, though, it was followed by a great breakout and just a saucy dish from Osh to Milano for a snipe and his first of the year. I think Milano's been one of our better players. Uh, Just a ton of pep in his step, Mm -hmm. and he has the hands and the finishing ability, the creativity. I think that, you know, I think a lot of teams really missed out on not giving Milano a shot, but, um, you know, I think he's found a good good home here and what a reclamation project uh we extended him so we've got him for a while him and strom so i like it the capitals at this point had officially scored three goals in a game uh for the first time this season fuck yeah yeah i'll take it uh we were dicing them up best period of the year do tending effort results loved it <laughs> come back for the second period and everybody shits the bed um they changed the goalies. Vanacek, they were on a back-to-back, too. They were on the second leg of a back-to-back. Vanacek was put in the start of the second. Uh, in less than two minutes, he, Shear, Meyer, and Toffoli all buried uh, on botched clears and scrambles around the net. Not pointing fingers, but I will point some fingers. All these goals were D matchups with forwards, right? So we had forwards trying to defend at this point. Wilson twice, who was too slow with the stick on a broken play, and then he tried to make take the body on the second one that he gave up or it was his man who was shooting and got burned um, with just a, a good play um, by uh, by he sheer to, to stay with it and shoot it while he was falling. Um, Oshi lost Meyer. Um, Strom let Toffoli go for the fourth and just mayhem and pucks going right to the devils. I mean, it's been, it was uh, one of those games, one of those periods where like any, puck towards the Washington Capitals net somehow bounced to the middle and onto a devil stick. Yeah. So at this point we're down one in the second, which is, you know, obviously Capitals hockey, baby. Yeah, buddy. (laughs) A three goal lead, blow it in two minutes. Um, So just, we'll chalk that up to luck a bit. Um, The third opened up amazingly well with Kuzi setting up Strom for his second goal tonight. And then Mantha dishing to McMichael for his second of the season. Connor McMichael making quite the statement, staying in the lineup for sure. Um, I think that he's, and you know, I've said this before about him. I was like, look, he's an NHLer, but he needs to tighten shit up. And I think that he's even better than when I said that two years ago. Yeah. I mean, he looks good. And I think unless he shits the bed, he's got a spot on this roster. I mean, we don't have options. He's got to yeah. be, you know, um, and I think that that's great. I, I, I'm happy for him, and I hope that he continues to perform. And, and, you know, I think that 
what we're really seeing is that his two-way game is really taking a lot of steps forward. He's more involved coming back, and he is more involved in board battles, which is what we need to see. Yeah. Um, after this, though, the Caps started laying the body in big ways, and it got them back in the game. Sandine hit one of the Hughes children, <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> that was the start. <clears throat> it started the break the other way. <clears throat> Sorry. Milano gave us a second goal lead with an amazing touch-in. But it was offside, so fuck me, Dad. You know, again, this fucking guy, I just was hoping that he'd, you know, be able to have a multi-goal game, you know, really get the vibes feeling, but did not happen. Um, And then late in the game, Sandine got stood up and left and did not return. Uh, He was a huge, he, he maybe wasn't on the scorecard as much, but huge play driver in this young season. I think Sandine has been really good. Um, you know, he's been okay defensively, but where he shines, I think, is when we're in their zone. Yeah. Have you been seeing him dicing guys up? Yeah, he looks good out there, flying around. I mean, he belongs on this team. Yeah, and I and I think that he's been given a lot of leeway from the coach, and that's good. He needs it. Um, after being sandbagged a bit in in Toronto with their their cast of studs on the blue line. <clears throat> Finally, though, Ovi got the empty netter. And that's all she wrote. 6-4 win against a, a, you know, division-leading team. Yeah, and I saw the stat. Um, one of our followers uh, quote-tweeted it. That's mm. the word. And it was like a stat from hell. And it was the Caps are the first team to lead by three – or. <laughs> Like, shut out an opponent in the first, get shut out in the second, and then shut out their opponent in the third to win the game. Nice. Yeah. Um, ultimately, though, big gut check game. Way to claw back. You know, you th- you're on top of the world, up 3 nothing. Everything falls apart within two minutes. A lot of teams would probably just pack it in at that point. Yeah. Like to see that the Washington Capitals have come back and, and came to play. <clears throat> two days later, Minnesota. Three to two shootout win, Polly. I didn't get to watch like the first half of this. Uh, what did you see? Well, I thought the Caps came to play. Yeah. Um, it looked like a pretty good game to me uh, from the beginning. That being said, uh, Rossi got a goal three minutes in, but a couple minutes later, St. Thomas uh, <laughs> kind of got away with a cross check, <laughs> and then the. The puck goes the other way, and he gets his first goal of the season with a very nice shorthanded goal. So, you know, love seeing St. Thomas get the goal. Love it. I love shorties. Yeah. Oh, shorties are the best. It's a backbreaker. Um, it was nice. You know, uh, Connor McMichael and TVR got that play going, got it up to Willie. It was just beautiful. Yeah, and, um, you know, we cited Connor McMichael on the PK last week. I mean, it looks like he's carving out a spot there. Yeah, I, he looks good there. It's a good spot for him. Yeah, cool. Uh, four minutes left. Malenstein got interfered with uh, by Middleton. I didn't think they were going to call it. Um, and when they did call it, I was like, yeah, they're finally using this rule rightly. <laughs> um, a lot of D-men get away with too much in right. that, um, you know, that leeway they have. 
Um, but the Caps get their uh, first power play of the night. Couple or a minute into the power play, Caps had nice puck movement between Strom and Kuzi, and then Kuzi finds Ovi, and then Ovi sends it beautiful pass for Stromer backdoor power play goal. Let's go. Ovi scored midway through the uh, midway through the second, and after review, the ref decided it was offside. Uh, quick little bitch here. First, you know, they just stole every goal taken away from Ovi. is <laughs> history stolen from Being Ovechkin. Revisionist bullshit. It is. They're stealing <laughs> it from Ovi, from the Capitals, and from hockey as a whole. That's true. Um, you know, he, he got into the zone. The puck was on the blue line. He never had control of it crossing the blue line so technically you know it was the right call but honestly this is just taking it too far yeah i mean dude how many we've had what three or four goals called back this season already yeah on bullshit offside stuff and goalie interference and yeah. i don't know i don't buy it yeah it's, it's better tough. come back to us at the later in the season right that's all I'm saying. we're building up that karma right <laughs> uh then we get into the third so it's still two to one because they took that goal from Ovi. Yeah. Just a minute into the third, puck was sent up the boards of Ferrari. Um, he was gonna. It looked like he was just gonna kind of smack it towards the net, and Hartman beat him there and just went streaking. Beat Kemper on the backhand, tied the game. Uh, a lot of back and forth. The tenders were looking good, and so this one, this one went to OT. And both teams had a few chances. Um, I really thought that, well, Kemper, he saved the game because Mojo, back on the wild. Yeah. Uh, this is his second trip with them, I the think. The Scorpion save? Is this what it is? Yeah. 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 He had a sweet save with two seconds left. Um, and that was all because Carlson tried to win the game when he had Ovi back door. Uh, I think that was ill-advised. Right. Uh, then we get to the shootout. Kovi, Co- yeah, Kuzi, yeah, actually didn't score. <laughs> um, Fleury was ready for it, and uh, looked like Ovi was going to score. He had Flurry beat, but he hit the side of the net. Yeah, um, man, he has not looked good on uh, penalty shots and breakaways, but that's all right. And then finally. In the seventh round, Carlson, the nice one, and Kemper stopped Pat Maroon. Game over. Uh, Pat Maroon being on the wild, I'm going to utilize that. I'm going to utilize that mm-hmm. on Puck Doku. <laughs> um, but I thought the special teams looked good. Uh, PK killed five power plays. Yeah. Um, plus Willie Shorty. So, uh, you know, power play looked good. I, I still think... Uh, obviously they can look better, but they're moving the puck well, and uh, yeah, it was a good game. Yeah, huge, huge game by Kemp's thirty nine saves. He, I mean, he stole that game. I'd say. Yeah. Uh, really played out of his mind. Awesome Carlson sh- uh, shootout win. He just sniped that over yeah. Fleury's shoulder. I always like beating Mark Andre Fleury. Fuck him. Yeah. But I mean, I like him, but it's fun to beat him. Exactly. Sure. I guess we'll go that far. 
I don't mind him. Um, my favorite ex-Penguin, let's put it that way. Yeah. Which is still not not good. <laughs> I don't know. Mine's probably like Orpig or Niskanen. Uh, yeah, that's that's true. Yeah. Um, I saw, though, during when the, when the Caps were really pushing to try to end this game in regulation, uh, I saw Kuznetsov just go Super Saiyan a couple times in the third. Just like hell of a possession game. I mean, bursts of speed that you're like, whoa, like, yeah. where was this? Um, he was definitely into it. You know, I think that as, you know, so that's back-to-back wins. Crazy. First time in the season that we were back-to-back wins. Um, and, you know, I really thought that the the Caps have been taking to heart, or at least being forced to take to heart, Carberry system where it's possession. I think we do a lot of in-the-zone movement. Um, mm-hmm. We're usually running like a three-man cycle, whether it be high or low. Uh, and I like it. I mean, I'm I'm for it. I think that when you have an older team that maybe isn't very fast, the dump and chase, unless you're turtling, unless you're trapping, is kind of a lost cause, right? You got to have at least some speed down there to dump and chase effectively, which I think we are faster than a lot of people give us credit for, but really only a couple lines, and that's lines that are primarily with our young guys. Yeah. You know, Phillips, uh, Protus, like, you know, the fourth and third line um, at most. So. Love to see it. Uh, you know, we need these points Yeah, right now. Obviously, I'm not going to be upset if we don't get a lot of points, but like any point, loser point, you know, overtime loss, whatever, is something that the Washington Capitals are going to need to like clutch onto dearly. Absolutely. Moving on to tonight, the San Jose Sharks came to D.C. for a 5 o'clock game. Kind of a weird, weird game. The uh, or weird timing of the game, and they end up winning, which three to one. Now I swear to God, dude, I was telling you, I was like, you know, the Washington Capitals are like that friend with benefits that you like call after striking out at the bar, and you know, you just call them over and just gets you off the schneid, yeah. right? Just gets you back feeling good about yourself. The Washington Capitals are that friend with benefits. Yeah, if the Sharks were going to get their win, it was going to be against the Caps. Absolutely. So. <laughs> I was like, we're going to lose. Like, it's it's foregone. And I believe that the um, Sharks scored first. Yeah. But then the Washington Capitals really just kind of bared down and, you know, kept it going. The the, the, the Sharks are not a good team. Um, no. It's almost embarrassing they put up 31 shots on goal for us. I mean, the Sharks played well today. They didn't play bad, but they weren't. You could just tell that like the extra level of organization and talent is just not there for them this year. Yeah. I mean, they were playing their best game and still lost. Yeah, honestly, I think that uh, in the San Jose locker room, considering they're 07, 08 and 2 now coming into this, or 08 and 1, they were coming into this matchup 07 and 1. I think that, you know, you, you come into this and you're like, you know, Let's just put it all out there. I think the the San Jose Sharks did that. I think that they played. They were a threat for sure. Um, yeah. Kemper played a really good game, and again, and um, the Sharks, you know, gave us a run for the money. We absolutely could have lost that game. Yeah, just as easily as we won it. It seems, um, but overall, uh, Washington Capitals come away with a three one win. That's a fucking winning streak, ladies and gentlemen. They went three and one. Yeah, this buddy. this week. Which is fucking crazy. I didn't think that was ever going to happen. Um, I Some takeaways overall. I think that 
I'm I'm very impressed by how quickly Spencer Carberry has figured out the forward lines. Yeah. I think a lot of it I think a lot of it is he had to, you know, kind of clutch his pearls and, and say sample size that these guys just gotta get a couple games under their belt to get rolling, right? Yeah. But also he put these he put lines together that he's kind of been sticking to for the past few games. Um at the beginning of the week and through last week, he was throwing them all in the blender. Um more so matching them up based upon analytics, advanced analytics, who had the most chances for, you know, uh, percent goals for rather than against trying to put these types of uh, forward lines together who were going to be obviously putting more rubber at the opposite net than absorbing ones coming at us. I think that he's done that. I think he's, I think that's it's smart. I think that it's working. Yeah. And I think that he's happy and the team's happy with the forward lines kind of as they are right now. Now, injuries aside, one or two call-ups up and down. Hendricks Lapierre got his first start tonight uh, for the for the Caps as Nick Dowd was officially put on IR. So there's going to be opportunity. I just hope that it stays in the third and fourth line. You know, we don't need a big name going down. Yeah. Uh, that being all said... I would love for the forward lines to figure it out defensively a little bit. Yeah, they need it. When they get below the hash marks, shit gets a little hairy and they kind of lose their guys or they're not in good position or whatever it may be. So I'd like to see the forwards just kind of up, just take it to the next level defensively. Um, and honestly, I think that they're the Carberry is still trying to figure out the defensive pairings. Though I do like the Carlson Faviari, I like the split up between. I don't. I don't think Sandine and Favre, Sandine and Carlson should be on the same defensive pair. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I think that's fair. Yeah, like it never works. The two unless you're on the power play, yeah. like you don't put your two best offensive players, deep defensemen, together because they're both going to be trying to rush the play. They're both going to be trying to hop up even though Carberry system there's a ton of defensive involvement. All the defensemen need to be mobile and all the defensemen are contributing on the on the offensive side, but it just seems like when you put two studs who are known and expected to be burying, they're going to do that and, and maybe not play as strong defensively. You got to have that yin and yang on right. the defensive side, right? Um, overall though, I would ultimately like to see the Washington Capitals raise their physicality, bro. That's the one thing that I think has been lacking this season than it has in many previous seasons. Oh yeah. I think a couple of the game breaking goals this week came off of laying the body in our own zone and getting guys, you know, a little scared of the puck and being able to move and clear space going the other way. Um, so overall, and I don't know if we're going to get that, you know, but for years, I mean, DC hockey was, you know, get the puck in deep, two big hits, get off, and then we'll have our talent guys, you know, OV, Backstrom, Kuznetsov, Oshi, we'll have even Wilson. We'll have them put the puck in the back of the net, right? Yeah. Ultimately, I'd like to see the Washington Capitals, uh, and maybe, maybe we're turning into a fucking finesse team, bud. I don't know. Oh, well, if we win, you know, that's what matters. True. I think Carberry's done a really good job um, up to this point. I had faith, and I think that the roster figured it out. You know, the players, they all had to figure it out, um, and they got it going. Um, but, again, maybe, maybe you know, and to be completely honest, maybe the, the bump and grind 
strategy is dated because of how old our roster is. Yeah. You know, while as I love seeing Ovi drill somebody um, as much as the next person, I don't want him to get hurt. I don't want him to snap a fucking wrist. I don't want him to break a leg. I don't want him to hurt something hitting someone, you know? Right. Um, but speaking of Ovechkin, what are your thoughts on him so far? And then we'll get into what's next and, and our predictions. I um, mean, I mean, I think he's he's looking a little sluggish. Um, but, you know, he's getting his chances. Those goals are going to start going. Um, you know, he's... Uh, you can see it's like everyone runs the system but him. Uh, but, right. yeah, I mean, I'm, I don't think there's anything to worry about. It just takes a little longer to get the old engine run. I hope so, man. Uh, I think that sluggish, um, timid even. You yeah, know? I mean, maybe he's backing away from the physicality for the exact reason you're talking about. And he's been passing the puck a lot. Yeah. Maybe that's something that he wants to do. Yeah. Um. But I would, and and also on the power play, John Carlson's passes over have been bad. I have not seen yeah. him throw a really good one timer pass to Ovi in a long time. They've all been his feet. Yeah, and behind him. Yeah, uh, you know Ovi needs it like right in the middle so he can hit that top corner. Um, you know, I I don't, and. I don't know if this is a slow play by Carberry, and then now we're going to start feeding Ovi in a few good more games or whatever it is. You know, I don't know if he's trying to spread the wealth around to the right side of the ice. Um, but, you know, there hasn't been a lot of good passes or really passes in bulk over to that left side from what I've seen in the games that I've watched. Um, five on five, Ovi isn't terrible, uh, but there are times when, just like last year, his line would get hemmed in our own zone, and then from there it's just like you're just hoping and praying that somebody can clear the puck. Um, it just seems like when he gets the puck through the neutral zone, he's not interested in skating it. He's yeah. trying to dish it and then get it back later. You know, I guess when you're the most prolific goal scorer of all time, like you can do that. Uh, I would just like to see him, you know, fucking – Take somebody wide, cut back into the middle, and just shoot through them and then into the goal. Yeah, that'd be great. Vintage Ovi goal, right? Yeah. Just a couple vintage, you know, get some nostalgia going. Feed me a little nostalgia, please. Come on. (laughs) Come on, Ovi. Come on. Um, But I do agree. I think that he's going to come back. It's got to happen. I bet in like December, we were talking like maybe in December, maybe in January, he just goes on like an, he's like an 18 goal, 20 goal month. Yeah, heater. Yeah. So if that happens, that would be amazing. We're going to start getting Pacioretty back. I mean, Edmondson, we're going to start getting guys off at, uh, IR. Yeah. Can't wait to see that. All right. So last week, OV goals. You called it. Two goals. I'm yeah. never wrong. Never wrong. <laughs> you were wrong on the record. <laughs> right. I was. I said we were going to go one, two, and one. You said we were going to go 2-1-1, one, and, one, and lo and behold, all that negative karma paid off. Yeah, buddy. Reverse karma. Uh, the Caps ended up going 3-1. and one. Much needed points right now. Look, again, 20 games. I'm not good or bad. I'm not taking this team seriously, but wow. Uh, that's, that's just a huge boost. Six points out of a possible eight. Yeah. That's over 500 for the week. If we can stay 500, like you said, I think we've got a really good shot at playoffs once we get everybody kind of, you know, 
vibing with the system. Um, overall, super positive vibes. I mean, as far as how the boys are reacting to the system, how Carberry is deploying them, I really think that uh, I, I really think this is just the tip of the iceberg. Yeah, for sure. All right, next week, the uh, November. So hopefully you guys have a really good Halloween, by yeah. the way. Happy, Happy Halloween. Halloween, you Halloweenies. Um, mm. <laughs> next week on the 2nd and the 4th, we've got the Isles and Jackets, respectively. The Jackets do not look bad. They don't look... I mean, they got a winning record. Yeah, look out. I mean, not that it matters. Less than 10 games in. Right. But it is a winning record is a winning record, and they have a, a young stable full of studs that they've gotten over their repeated first round draft picks yeah. so good for them uh hopefully we can beat them and the aisles are the aisles they don't look bad terrible either um though i think they're gonna put up a fight yeah for sure i think they go oh and two. Oh and two and uh this is a reverse karma tactic i need to bring them down I think that I think they need to be bring brought down to to you know draw the arrow back before releasing it. Two and zero. Two and zero. A complete opposite spectrum. No, yeah. you're not pulling that bullshit, fucking overtime shit. Nope. Okay. One, I think OV one. scores. You got two. Two. I got one. Okay. All right. Two OV goals. We are at odds. Literal opposites here. Polly's got. The Caps going 2-0. and I've got them going 0-2 uh, next week. So, Caps fans, thanks a lot for hanging out with us on Thursday. I will be talking about the Caps' performance in a more, in I guess the microcosm of the Twitterverse and other internet venues that I've seen so far um, in, in, in the... You know the pat the the two weeks that started the season and then in the last week, um, and then, Polly, what are you going to be talking about? The potential names for the PWHL. Oh yeah, it's not good. It's not great. Um, but we'll talk all about it on Thursday, Caps fans. Until Thursday, thank you for hanging out with us and hockey show, Polly Cupcakes signing off. Bye. Hey Caps fans, thanks for tuning in to the official Caps Chirp podcast, repping the greatest team in the NHL. Follow me, the Hockey Troll, at Hockey Trollin' on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You follow me, Polly Cupcakes, at Polly underscore Cupcakes on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. Special thanks to the Hockey Podcast Network at HockeyPodNet on social and thehockeypodcastnetwork.com. Every team, everywhere. Check them out, or we're not friends anymore.